Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Wednesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Morale is high. Watching some World Cup action. If you have taped the Japan-Germany match, you can earmuff. And I will give you the results. Japan has shocked Germany. They were down 1-0 for most of the match. Came back with two quick goals, and they won it 2-1. Surprise, surprise. Yes, Paulie? This would be my verst of the weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> sausage humor. <laughs> See, like, because worst, like, bad thing, and then worst, like... No, no. Curry yeah. burst. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have uh, brats and dogs and burgers on the grill later today. Since we won't be here tomorrow or Friday, I thought, why not fire up the uh, Traeger grills? All right, phone calls welcome, emails, tweets, all the above. Got a poll question for hour two, Seton? Dan, let me update you uh, hour one. Okay. It's not really all that surprising, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, what game are you most looking forward to this weekend? Michigan, Ohio State right now, 51% of the vote. Yeah. Uh, USA, England has 30 Giants, Cowboys, ND, USC might be a little too local. Might be a little too regionalized. They're splitting. Uh, they got 10% each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Still, marquee games, interesting games here. Does that say more about Michigan, Ohio State, and how big it is just as a rivalry or just this year versus going up against a World Cup game? Well, you have two top four teams, and yeah. this is going to decide, you know, what happens to both of these teams playing in the Final Four? Plus, last year's game made this year even bigger because Michigan roughed up Ohio State last year. Uh, the college football playoff committee released its newest version of the playoff rankings, and no change this week. 
But the move that I think caught a lot of attention was two-loss LSU moving up to number five and in leapfrogging a one-loss USC team. And I know USC's without a statement win. UCLA was an impressive victory there, but doesn't come close to LSU beating Alabama. Not to mention LSU still has an opportunity facing Georgia in the SEC title game. If LSU loses, the committee's not going to put a three-loss LSU team in. But USC, take care of your business. Beat Notre Dame, win the Pac-12. That's all you can do. But I'd keep an eye on Clemson because, and TCU has no margin of error. If Georgia loses to LSU, Georgia's still going to be in the Final Four. I get that feeling. David Pollock from the Mothership, who was part of the the playoff committee, the ranking reveal show last night, will join us coming up a little bit. Yes, Marvin? When did this SEC, not bias, but maybe like the level of respect that they get, when did this start? Because remember, was that 2003, 2004, Auburn went undefeated and they didn't uh, get invited to the national title game? I think it was maybe like Oklahoma, USC. Right. Like, so, and they were SEC team. And, you know, when did that change? Or was there a time where, you know, that wasn't a thing? I don't remember, you know, but that's a great example. But it almost felt like, you were getting two SEC teams in just about every year, or you expected to get two, or they expected to get two. And then I wonder how many SEC teams are going to get in when you have a 12-team field. <laughs> you, you might get six teams in. I mean, what would it be right now? Alabama, would Alabama be in with top 12? LSU would be in, Georgia would be in. If there was a 12-team playoff today, you'd have Georgia, LSU, Bama, Tennessee, and then, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Then there'll be a few teams on the, on the outside. Wow. And then you're going to get people saying, you know, half the field's uh, SEC. We got to expand it to 16 teams. You know, I, I'm fine. We'll get to 12. It, I fought for years to get to four because it used to be just Bill Hancock would come on and it'd be uh, Bill would defend the uh, you know, college football system where you got two teams and that was it. And all the coaches, Pete Carroll was still at USC, and I remember having him on going, Pete, people want to see four teams, not two. No, no, we're all good with this. Everybody was drinking the Kool-Aid back then. And then all of a sudden, they go to four, and then everybody's, yeah, this is what we've been waiting for. And I went, we could have pushed this a long time ago. Yes, Eaton. But not to go off on a total side tangent. But. It is a day of tangents, though. Why don't they just make the whole season this and just have the bigger programs all play each other? what I've been saying. This it's just I don't, I don't we've hit it a bunch of I times, know. but it's there's no reason that Alabama is playing Austin P this late in the season. It's dumb. I I assume we're getting to that point. No offense. I just don't know when we're getting to that point. That let's just let's kind of pull the curtain back and say what college football really is. It's just it's semi-professional. You're you're waiting to be the NFL. And, and that's the blueprint or the Premier League. That's what they should be doing, I think. And then you're going to have the teams that have the money, have all the talent, and then you have the other schools that are going to be playing for a different championship there. Yeah, Paul. You guys are totally right. If, if somehow you could yield, if the, the presidents and the athletic directors and the coaches would yield schedule control to a combination of the networks and some NCAA boss, you would that college football would be right on par with the NFL, but that's the problem. There's too many wasted weekends, wasted games. You have so many games played. There's always some good ones, but you have a wasted weekend with Alabama, and they should not waste a weekend. 
All right, we'll get to phone calls. Yes, Marv? Here's my issue with the college football uh, program or whatever you want to call it uh-huh. regarding style points. I think style points is a big thing. So say the Vikings. When the Vikings lost to the Cowboys, they would have been out of the college football playoff. Yes. That, should count, that just counts as one win. So can we just get rid of style points? Is that something that needs to be uh, talked about? Well, you're you're voting each week, and you have to vote on something. And not everybody watches all the games. It feels like you know you're aware of games, but are you watching an, an entire game? Probably not. Even with Heisman voters, how many are watching an actual game of Blake Corum? You'll watch this weekend against Ohio State. How many watched uh, C.J. Stroud with what five touchdown passes against Indiana? Or how many watched you know the game against Northwestern? That that's what college football is. You got to get somebody's attention. How do I get your attention? We put sixty three up on this team. Oh my God! Did you see that? If if Tennessee was winning games where they were winning, you know, twenty seven to you know seventeen, they're not on anybody's radar from the standpoint of oh they're special. When you start putting up fifty and and this goes back to the seventies. Oklahoma and Nebraska would put up 70, it felt like. And, and it'd be against Baylor, you know, same teams, but they'd put up all of these points. And we'd be like, they're unbelievable. Well, they were great, but you got people's attention. If you have, like Caleb Williams, you haven't really focused on him until probably last week where you went, oh, wow, that guy's good. National TV standalone game, and he put up some big numbers there. But he's put up great numbers the entire season. It's, oh, wow, did you see that game by that guy? And that's how we are. It's, what's the shiny object in college football? I don't know how good Clemson is, but they're there. They don't look like a formidable team, but they're they're in the mix. LSU has looked great, and then I've watched them get blown out by Tennessee at home. I don't know how good they are. I don't know how good Michigan is. I think Ohio State's really good, but they've struggled. No, they they struggled to put away Maryland. Ohio State had a bland month. They could if they blow out Michigan, we're going to go. Oh my God, they are great. If they lose, then what happens? Georgia, Georgia's been spotty. I mean, they they struggled last week. They struggled against Missouri. Oh my God, they blew out Oregon. And Michigan barely got by Illinois. Now you can say, well, those are the games before the game and factor that in. Okay. But we'll talk to Pollock about that. Yeah, Marv. Is Michigan and State excuse me, is Michigan State or Michigan or Ohio State a bad loss away from being out of the top four? Like if either one of those teams loses by forty. Well, I don't I don't think anybody's losing by forty. Okay. Let's say Three touchdowns. So if Michigan beats Ohio State by 21. Correct. Does Ohio State drop out? (laughs) Beating them at home in Columbus. I'll ask Pollock this. Because this is where style points matter. Yeah. If Michigan barely loses, does Michigan drop out of the top four? Probably not. Yeah, Paul. The college football committee, they're openly talking about They grade a win. They grade a loss. Like... USC got dinged for giving up 45 points to UCLA in a game they won. They didn't get enough credit for scoring the 48, which they could score on anybody. But now USC is in a position this weekend against Notre Dame. Let's say Notre Dame lays an egg this weekend. And halftime, it's 21-0 USC. 
USC is not going to call off the dogs for two reasons. They want to get their quarterback, the, the Heisman. They want to put up 50 on Notre Dame to try to get back in the playoff picture. And they can't, you know, be sport, sportsmanship is out the window. No, no. And they don't encourage that. If you had style points in the NFL, Dallas would have put up 60 if they could have on the Vikings. But we don't have style points. Every night, movie night with the biggest blockbusters streaming on Peacock. Watch Jurassic World Dominion. Minions, The Rise of Gru, and Jordan Peele's Nope, whenever you want, whenever you want, on Peacock. Our streaming partner, download the app. You can watch for free. Uh, Chris in Nashville. Hi, Chris. What up, DP? How you doing, brother? Hello, Chris. Hey, DP. How you doing, Bob? Good, good, good. Hey, I got a a suggestion. I know that uh, Fritzio's, I think, what'd you say, like three pies? Yes. What if you and the guys, maybe you, I don't know, you, Seton, and uh, Polly, since Polly has so much love for him, all get together and hit one from the left, one from the right, and one from the front, all at the same time? Hmm. All right. Well, we'll give that uh, some thought. That we'll, we'll put that under consideration of how we administer three pies to Fritzy coming up uh, in the final hour of the show. Yes, Paul? It's a tough time of year to waste three pies. You know, this mm. is Thanksgiving season. Yeah, but they, these aren't pumpkin pies. These are just whipped cream and, and throw some, you know, cherries <laughs> in there or something. Yeah. What, Todd? I would just make one request if you guys can just go gently because I just had that work done on my face with the cryotherapy treatments and there's still some uh, residualness that's healing. That, that's I think that's a simple enough request, whether it's two pies, three pies, 42 pies. Just to kind of Would just, you check with the doctor and ask if you're allowed to take a pie? I'm sure I can, but it'd probably be better if it was like gently smushed as Gen- opposed to okay. shoving it, like you know, just as there's things scabbing up or whatever. That's the only request I would have. I think I don't think that's is that being weak or soft to say that? This was like a legitimate treatment that I had. had a minor surgery, ago. Dan, on his face. Now this is cosmetic surgery that you had. Well, there was like these Whoa. skin tags and like and different things that. Did you to have anything? That was two weeks ago. None did of it was covered by insurance. So I guess you would. Did you have? Cosmetic. Okay, so there was no lifts or tucks okay. or anything like that. Okay, just some things on my face that. All right. I wanted well, then to you know what we'll do a. Um, how about slow motion pies to the face? There you go. I All can right. deal with that. Like. <laughs> As Paulie likes to point out, it's a pie massage that we're going to give like you that. to the face. I'm, I'm nice. almost looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be gentle and soothing, and uh, it'll be cool on your face. That's very sweet. All right, Todd. Yes, Mark. <laughs> to go back to the pies, is a pumpkin pie a one seed for you guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Is Are there any other pies that you guys have during no. Thanksgiving? No, there's there's only pumpkin pie. But you have others available. Yes, but there's a pumpkin pie is is a number one seed. Pumpkin pie is Georgia. Oh. Yeah, it's Georgia right now. Nobody's close. Yes, Eden. I was, that was actually going to be our hour two poll question. Oh. Pumpkin pie is delicious, disgusting. Oh, my God. Or, if that's a little too harsh, we could say pumpkin pie is great, gross. Are you kidding me? This is not. such a hot topic. If you remember in 2019, oh Scott Van Pelt, our buddy at ESPN, tweeted out that he hates pumpkin pies. Yeah. We had to have him on to yes. confirm and let him give his side of the story. Tough for the brand. There, it's pumpkin pie. Yeah, more of. I've had pumpkin pie once in my life. It was okay. Yeah, probably a great day too. Sure. <laughs> it's sweet potato pie over at my house. All right. It looks the same, but it's not the same. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You do you. By the way, <laughs> by the way, by the way, who's picking the music today? 
Oh, that's me. That's kind of the after dinner. You Is know, this slow the, jams. The drinks are flowing. Oh, in the kitchen while everyone's cleaning up, you dance with your aunt or your grandma. Well, how about your wife? Or your aunt or your grandma? <laughs> and it's a little bit. It's sort of like an extension of the uh, cookout playlist. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got the music flowing after dinner. The okay. drinks are drinks are flowing. Like no, 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 no. I don't drink Hennessy. You know I don't like that. You what know, do you, you drink? I'm not a big drinker. I'm like kind of like Fritzy. Okay. I get a Shirley Temple. If I do drink, you know, I'm soft. You know, cranberry and vodka, a Heineken. Okay. Nothing. All the BRGs know. Oh, Marvin. Get Marvin a Shirley Temple. Soft. Okay. Yes, Todd. There's nothing soft about a Shirley Temple. It's actually very fruity and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> How you feel about that, Marvin? I guess my description of that shows just yeah. how soft. Do you it. feel fruity and delicious? How you feel about that, Marvin? Yeah. It's very oh. refreshing. It's not a big deal. I don't know why. You shouldn't oh. be ashamed to order it. <laughs> Although I've ordered it before and said that my daughter would like it. And, and, and I just move it to my side of the table. Fritzy, that didn't help. Did not. Yeah. I apologize. When Fritzy agrees with you, Marv, you're in trouble. Just saying. And uh, Fritzy has his list of things. I don't know why you came in with a negative attitude of things you hate for Thanksgiving. I don't know why I did either. I was just thinking about Thanksgiving this morning. I was listening to the traffic reports and newscasters at the airport, and uh, they're going to get their flights, 48,000 flights. Yeah, but okay, hold on, hold on. You don't go anywhere. I don't. And you don't cook. Don't even cook. And don't even wash not, a plate. Or you're not you're driving. We're going to a restaurant about 15 minutes up the road. Applebee's really serves Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> they do, actually. Olive Garden. Does Olive Garden have Thanksgiving? When you're there, your family. Yeah, Where else you are you going to go for Thanksgiving? All right. Unlimited drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all in on that. Let's take a break. David Pollack from the Mothership will try to make sense of the college football rankings and what could happen this weekend. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Every great day starts the night before, Todd. Sleep number. Right now, sleep number. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed. Invest in the best bed that you can buy. Sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And there's certain things you can do to get a better night's sleep. Better sleep tips for the fall season as days become shorter. Temperatures get cooler. They can affect your sleep quality. And uh, circadian rhythm. Do you know about your circadian rhythm? Yeah, but I thought that only comes once every 15 years. The cicadas, circadian rhythm. Mm, it's seven years. Seven years. What did I say, 15? 15. Sleep number. Sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Make sure that you invest in the best bed you can buy. The Ultimate Sleep Number event is going on right now. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Marvin controlling the music here, little Prince. There's a picture Paulie showed me of Prince, and he's shooting a basketball. He's got unbelievable form. Now, he's only about 5'3", but he he was supposed to be a really good high school player. And I thought, you know, everybody has that, yeah, I saw Prince play, or Prince was pretty good. And then I looked at his form. Damn. I mean, if I said, who is that, you'd go, uh uh, I have no idea. No, it's Prince. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Prince looks good. What did look good in the picture. Yes, Mark. On one of his tours, he has a basketball hoop on the stage. And he would just, you know, do a little trick with the with the ball, spin the ball on his finger, and then shoot a basket. No kidding. Yes. I should have known that. Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, he went to uh, Minneapolis Central High School and was on the varsity. Um, that picture you said we sent uh, with him with the high jump shot, he did have sequin pants on. He was not in a basketball outfit. So, like, he was just <laughs> shooting around, like, before a, a show or something. It's really good form. Could show that to some NBA players. David Pollock, always good form. Somehow a smooth segue. College game day, ESPN college football analyst. 
And uh, they have the uh, big game in Columbus, the rivalry week, the game Ohio State and Michigan. And that'll be uh, coming up game day, 9 a.m. till noon on Saturday on the Mothership and ESPN app. If you didn't go to Georgia, where were you going? I would have gone to uh, Clemson or Ohio State. Those are probably my next two that I would have gone to. What was the recruiting story? You got a good recruiting story? Well, Dan, I wasn't really that highly recruited. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't like some of these. Well, wait a minute, Clemson uh, and Ohio State and Georgia. Well, I had, I, I think I had four or five offers um, coming out of high school, but Clemson was the only school actually that recruited me on defense. Ohio State, Georgia recruited me on offense. Um, but uh, I, I got a good recruiting story for Ohio State, dude. I'm from the South, Dan. You know that. I'm from Georgia. Lived in Georgia my whole life. I went on a recruiting trip to Ohio State, and I flew up there during the season to go watch a game. And I got off the plane, and there was like six inches of snow, and I was like, what in Sam heck is that, Mom? Like, absolutely no deal breaker. Um, I'm out right now, and then guess what? You know, five years later or four years later, I'm drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals, and God has a sense of humor. So it's amazing. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have flown up. If you didn't fly up to – no, if you had gone up in September, you might have gone, God, this is beautiful. The foliage, everything's great. You know, the, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, I'll never forget, Dan, with the Bengals, man. I'll never forget everybody was complaining about camp and, like, it's so hot. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is this is spring ball in Georgia. Like, this is go- – like, and, you know, when the weather changes, especially, you know, us the, the bigger guys, like, the weather changes – you know, your energy level goes up. You can run all day. Your lungs feel so good. And I was like, this is amazing. But, yeah, first time I ever got on an airplane was my, my flight, my official visit to Ohio State. Do you get accused of preferential treatment for Georgia, like Kirk Street, maybe with Ohio State? Oh, 100%. And there's no – like, it's funny to watch your timelines on social media because, by the way, I love it. I love the hatred on social media. Like, I – I absolutely think it's comical. I think it's funny. I I, I think it's awesome. Um, but if, if I pick Georgia, you know, I got I got a, a bunch of a segment of people that you're a homer, blah blah blah. And then if I pick against Georgia, I'm Benedict Arnold. <laughs> and, and I've actually gotten in. My wife uh, several years ago got in an altercation. This was like five years ago in my living room. My wife is the most passive person ever. One of my friends' wives are like, what's wrong with you? You played at Georgia. How could you pick against Georgia? They made you what you are, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was like Georgia fans, every time I pick against them, they get upset. I'm like, listen, here's when I grew up in the business, I watched a couple of guys, and I'll never forget watching Lou Holtz. And he coached at South Carolina, and he coached at Arkansas, and he coached at Notre Dame. And every time he talked about South Carolina, Arkansas, and Notre Dame, he picked them, and, and he, he loves them. And obviously, I, I get it. But I, I remember those moments when I was growing up and broadcasting. I'm like, I'm going to make sure I don't do that. I'm going to make sure I pick the best team who I think is going to win and let the chips fall where they may. And whether Dan, it doesn't matter what we do. You know how this works. If you pick somebody, you can say the nicest thing in the history of the world about the other school and pick them. As soon as you pick them, you think their team's trash. Yeah. And they're going to say something about it, and they're going to hit you up, and, and it really doesn't matter. What happened with your wife and you know the, the guest who came over with Almost uh, get ugly. 
No, nah, I wish, man. I, I wish my <laughs> wife could bring them things. My wife's my wife's like five eight, a buck twenty five. She ain't got, she she would get stomped out. But she she was just like, seriously, why do you feel that way? And the other lady was pushing back. It was it was a nice little almost a cat fight in December in the in the Pollock living room. All right, what stood out last night? What should we be keeping an eye on with these rankings and and which team or teams? I think um, I think USC obviously is, is in a huge position to to do something good when you've got Notre Dame on the schedule. You just beat a ranked UCLA. The Pac-12, the chance to be Oregon next week to, to get another feather in your cap. So I think USC is that team. If somebody slips up, who could be lurking? The interesting thing to me is it depends who slips up. And it depends how much space we have between everybody else because if TCU loses a close one this week and then wins the Big 12, are they still in? If Ohio State loses to Michigan, are they still above USC? I mean, I think USC is going to be that team that everybody's looking at, like, please go ahead and lose to Notre Dame so we make sure that we have a chance. Because I don't think Michigan, with their non-conference schedule and the way they haven't been necessarily as – explosive offensively that, that there is a team that's going to go, oh, yeah, if they lost close to Ohio State, they're in the dance. Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, when UConn's your best at a conference game and it's in its football season, you got a problem. Yeah. I mean, so so they're at a conference schedule, I think, could hurt them. But USC is definitely the team that you look at that says has a chance to rise and, and, and growth opportunity. What do you think happens in the Ohio State-Michigan game? I tell you what, the more physical team wins this game. That is just – you look at the, whoever runs the ball the best, whoever's the most physical, like I talked about. The weather is cold. To me, what I've seen so far from Michigan, I think Michigan is the more physical team. Ohio State, I'm still learning about them. Um, offensively, they don't, they don't push enough guys around and create enough space, and I think Michigan's D-line, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, but rem- and I'll never forget, I still will say this till I, till I die – the hardest thing in college football is to go on the road and win in tough atmospheres. So is Michigan explosive enough? Ohio State has the revenge factor as well. But I think Michigan, to me, what I've seen so far has been the more physical team. Yeah, they got a lot of injuries there. Uh, yeah. I, you know, and going into Ohio State. But but it's almost like Ohio State wanted to be more like an, um, an SEC team. That yep. they didn't want the three yards in a cloud of dust. That they wanted it wide open and and made a concerted effort. Michigan is still sort of that three yards in a cloud of dust. That's that's Harbaugh's personality. And now Ryan Day, they want it. It's like when uh, Kiffin got to Alabama with Saban. Help me, help open me it open it up. That that's how yep. we're, we're going to get recruits. That's how we're going to keep up with everybody else there. But you think Ohio State having a wide-open offense, but not that physicality, will keep Michigan in this game. Well, and here's the thing that that I haven't heard enough people talk about. Like, C.J. Stroud is a machine, Dan. Like, I could take you through so many of his clips, and I could go, watch this. Watch his touchdown pass to Mbuka in the fourth quarter of Penn State. And you talk about rhythm and timing. The dude is incredible. Like, when the structure of the offense and everything is clean, C.J. Stroud's the best quarterback in the college football. When it's not – and there's a little bit of something off, whether it be a pass rush. The creativity, he doesn't have that Bryce Young creativity where he can play off script and now flip the ball out sidearm. He doesn't run the football really, really good. So if the interior, the, the weakness of Ohio State's offensive line is guard, center, guard. 
if those guys can make C.J. Stroud a little bit uncomfortable and make him move his feet, which I think they'll be able to a little bit, then then he becomes he goes from the best quarterback to an average quarterback. So I think I think Ohio State's called their game plan this whole year, Dan, with with Michigan in mind at the end of the season. They usually they usually throw the football all over the yard, super aggressive, hyper aggressive. I think they've ran the ball more this year at a higher clip and into heavier boxes because they know against Michigan at the end of the year when physicality matters the most, when it's cold as crap and receivers don't catch the football as well, quarterbacks don't throw it as well, we have to be ready for that moment. David Pollack from the Mothership, ESPN College football analyst, and uh, game day will be in Columbus. They start at 9 a.m., go to noon on uh, ESPN. I mentioned this to Joel Klatt the other day. If you're Drake May, can't go to the NFL, you're at North Carolina, what if he went out on the open market? What would he be worth on the open? What if Drake May said to Ohio State, C.J. Stroud is uh, going to the pros. I'd like to help you. Could you call your boosters here? The price starts at $10 million. Wow. I haven't heard anybody say that, by the way. I love I love what you're saying because at, at, I'll say this, man. Like four weeks ago, we talked about it on game day. And, and, I, and I was like, dude, this dude is the best in college football. And, and everybody kind of looked at me a little bit like this. I'm like, look, he does more things better than everybody. Like he's 6'5", he's 220, he throws into – tight windows. He throws under pressure. He scrambles to get time. He can throw, he can, he spreads it around to multiple receivers. That's a, that's an amazing point. And, and here's what I would do, Dan, if he did that. And I was at all these big time schools. Hey, which one of my boosters are a billionaire? Which one of them are, <laughs> bro, I, I need, I need, I need $10 million. I'm going to get you the best quarterback in college football. Like, can you make that happen? I, I, I think it's an absolute, it would be an absolute no-brainer. Yeah, you know, but you this happened with here. Caleb Williams when he left Oklahoma. He was the open market. Who wants to yeah. give me the most? And USC ponied up to bring in Caleb Williams. Well, and think about Quinn Ears. Quinn yeah. Ears goes the number one player in the country in high school, you know, three years ago, gets a boatload of money from Ohio State, and then, Dan, guess what? Free agent market again, and then goes to Texas and gets a boatload of money. Like, to me, that would be the wave of the future. If I'm these, and yes. I'm a business guy, like yes. – Hey, out of high school, take all the money you can take, highest offer. After a year, you can take another high offer and go to somewhere else. So I tell you, I'd hate to be the coaches nowadays having to navigate this crap, but I think Drake May is is unreal, and he can do things that um, that only Drake May can do, and, and he would definitely claim whatever. I think he could write a, a blank check. Tennessee's quarterback like got $8 million, yeah. I think, something like that. Yeah. Like, I, if, if he got $8 million, then Drake May is, May is worth at least ten. Is Lane Kiffin just goofing around here? I don't know, but how awesome is it? <laughs> I mean, how amazing is it? But how Lane? would you feel if he takes the Auburn job after what he's been doing on social media? I think he's going to. I think, yeah, I oh, think you he's do? Going to. Okay. I do. I, I think he's going to, but I think what he said specifically was, I haven't taken the Auburn job yet. I'm not going to step down and take the Auburn job. I, I don't know that he said, I'm not taking the Auburn job, period. I'm not in the mix. Yeah, I'm that's what I'm waiting for. I just want him to, he, you know, when you hear the report, like uh, he told his team uh, that he had not accepted the Auburn job, or you know, and I went, did he say, I'm not going to leave Ole Miss? That's yep. what I want to know. It's semantics is all this is. But I, 
if you said on Saturday is Lane Kiffin in Auburn, I would not be surprised. I wouldn't either. Yeah. And, and I think for Auburn, it'd be a really good hire. Auburn did something last time. They went outside of the league and got Brian Harson. I don't think Auburn's doing that again. Like Auburn's not going to go outside of the league and tr- and have the growing pains and then the boosters be upset. But but it, it's interesting. Auburn is the most one of the most polarizing jobs in all of college football. They've got ridiculous fans, ridiculous resources, unbelievable stadium campus. They have every ridiculous access to recruits. They have every, this is the best job that's on the market and it's not close. Like they have the, they've won national championships with Gene Chizik. Like they They've done that. Like they, they as a team that can win, 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 and win big if you can get the right guy. Nick Saban, obviously, getting a little bit older. Lane Kiffin. I mean, imagine the shots he'd be taking. It would be, it would be gorgeous. But if have, I uh, said you could have Dion or Lane Kiffin at Auburn, and I, and Dion wants the job. Yes. Dion definitely wants that job. I, I tell you what, I think Dion's a problem to people. I, I think, I think Dion. We 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 went to uh, we went there. We got to go to Jackson. We, it was awesome. We got to go there and for game day. And let me tell you something. D, if you spend any time around Dion, like he he gonna get the mamas. Like you think about recruiting <laughs> the mamas. Like Town's gonna walk in there and smooth everybody. Like. He's got he's got such a you know big smile a big personality. But here's the thing to know about Dion too. Dion's also got competitive toughness. Dion doesn't put up with crap. Like they're gonna look the same on the practice field. You know they're gonna dress the same. You're gonna show up and you're gonna practice. Like Dion Dion got one of the best recruits in the country last year with Travis Hunter, the top recruit in the country, to come to him and play HBCU. Like are you kidding? Like imagine what he could do at a place like Auburn with that brand and those resources, oof, I are, think it Are those scary. your kids behind you over your right shoulder? Yeah, they just walked in. <laughs> All right, I'll let you be, Dad. Safe travels to Columbus and dress warm, okay? Uh, hey, you know what? After Montana, Dan, I don't <laughs> give a crap, bro. My, my toes are still frozen. Wait, hey, Dan, okay, I gotta hold know. on. Herb Street got his feet massaged on, yeah. on, on the set? You know, I, I think as a teammate, you know, I'm, I'm required to be a good teammate. I have no comment, Dan, okay? I mean, I don't know. I know there's videos and all that stuff, but. He's from Ohio. He's the toughest dude on set by far. Like, he has his AC unit on when it's 30 degrees. I mean, he usually, but negative five was a different animal, Dan. All right, Dan, I got a question <laughs> hey, for you. Okay. I got a question for you, bro. How is your, how is your form? Oh, you it's You talked about Prince's form. It's solid. How's yours? It's great. Great. Not just good, it's great. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to put that to the test one day. Well, I mean, you want to shoot free throws here? I, I'll i make I'll make seven or eight out of ten with my eyes that's closed. Not, that's that's, no, that's pretty solid. With my eyes closed. I don't, I'm not buying that. I'm going to need video Pauly, evidence of that. Paulie, would you confirm? Yeah, we, we tried it, David. And, uh, Dan usually goes about nine for ten from the free throw line, and but we did it eyes closed. He went seven for, seven for ten confirmed. Yeah. How, how many years ago was this? It's less than six months ago. Oh wow! Yeah, you got to know right. your opponent, David. Mad, mad props. I couldn't do that. Yeah, you would like to apologize? I, I, I formally, I formally and humbly well, fair apologize. Fair enough. All right, I'll accept that. Would you? The ring. Would you? Would, would, <laughs> would you? Would you massage my feet now? <laughs> <laughs> Safe travels to Columbus, there, buddy. All right, see you, brother. All right, that's David Pollock. <laughs> See, I mean, don't question it. That's ins- I, I, I mean, no step to the king. Yeah, doing. He wouldn't do that in person. No, he would not. Uh, you know that. Disappointed. 
I like the fact that he could kill all five of us if he wanted to. Uh, the, this family uh, takes turns turning heads, brains, beauty, and athleticism. All they need now for you to do is drive them off a lot. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting at your local dealer. Take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV 
all things popular culture. culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Once again, Marvin controlling the music today. Is this the music that's going to be at your house Thanksgiving night? Yeah, for sure. And this is the song I danced to my mom with at our wedding. Oh. So it brings up, it's very nostalgic. Like, you have songs that remind you of your parents. But this it's, isn't a slow dance. Oh, we don't slow dance. Oh, at your wedding, it, well, we always do. It's a slow dance with your mom. Yeah, we were just like, oh, you want to hear uh, a song for Mama by Boys to Men or something you know, regarding your mom? Yeah. And I told him, the DJ, who was my friend, you play that, I'll fire you. Wow. Like, no, you play this. This is a jam. Because oh. this, this reminds me of my mom when... She was young and I was young, obviously. Like, she was like, oh, this is my song. And who is this? This is a group called Shalimar. Jody okay. Watley okay. was in this group. Okay. Jody Watley, top yeah. seed. Okay. Yes, Todd. It kind of sounds like, turn your love around. <laughs> it sounded like to me. I know it's not that one. How about we give it a rest? Here we give know, it a rest. We'll give it a rest. Yeah, just occasionally. All right. Like, uh, Jeremy in Alabama. Hi, Jeremy. What's on your mind today? Oh, man. Good Todd Fritz day. It's a good Todd Fritz mm. day. Very fun. Mm. Uh, and just for amusement. Amusement. Not professionally. Um, but uh, I just got a question for you, Dan. And when I was watching the, the reveal last night, I was just very curious to wonder why they're putting Alabama at number seven. Are, are they expecting? chaos to happen are they wanting tcu to lose are they just trying to get alabama in that five and six for a new year's day bowl or do they expect for something to happen i think they want alabama in the picture and even if you don't think they're going to make it into the top four everything's a tv show if you factor that in last night the reveal is a tv show and you've got two more weeks here. Can you keep Alabama in the conversation, In literally in the picture? Clemson's in the picture. USC in the picture. LSU in the picture. you got you got your outlier with TCU. There's nothing they can do about that as long as TCU keeps winning. TCU's going to be in the Final Four. And it might be one of those where TCU plays Georgia and they lose by 28 and people say, see, they never should have been in there. That's not how it works. You make it into the Final Four. If you get blown out, you get blown out. It's going to happen when we get to 12 teams. Imagine the 12th team, if they would end up playing one of the top seeds. You might have a blowout. You're going to have a few blowouts there. But you might have some magic there as well. That's what we're hoping for. Chris in Sacramento. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call, as always. Uh, I just wanted to say... Happy Thanksgiving to everybody in the back room. Tyler, Dylan, Big German, Mario, Rob the intern in weeks. Thank you for all y'all do. Y'all don't get any love hardly ever on the air. So I just wanted to say y'all put in the hard work. Thank you so much for what you do. And Paulie, Marvin, Seaton, Chrissy, and Dan, thank you for all you do. You put up the content. We watch. We love everything you do. 
Y'all are spectacular at what you do. That's why you are in the position what you do. And you're a mogul, Dan, and thank you for everything. And I just wanted to say thank you and happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Well, thank you, Chris. That's very nice. And, yes, the backroom guys don't get enough attention, but uh, that's because Todd basically doesn't acknowledge them. He doesn't even know their name. I acknowledge Picture Day Ray, who was left out of that group, by the way, so I want to make sure he gets in there. Oh, okay. Good catch. I didn't notice. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> Picture Day Ray is the uh, producer on the Gambling Podcast. We're uh, taping that today with Bad Larry. and uh, Thanks, Dan. Bad Larry and Dylan and also uh, Shay and Irving. That'll be the uh, podcast that'll be up on danpatrick.com. By the way, another podcast is called Running Smoke. Very proud of this. And uh, one of the latest podcasts on our network, revving up this week's episode, NASCAR driver Derek White continues his court fight, but uh, the uh, Mohawk Nation supporting him wavers. Here is a clip. The government always won every time, every court case. We have to fight in a system that inherently is weighted against us. It's like playing a game of cards with somebody and they just decide they're going to change the rules so they can win. This week on Running Smoke, Derek is taking his case to the next level. But the leaders of the Mohawk Nation aren't too happy about it. It was a dumb case that never should have been argued before the court. You're not going to have a war over it because we're not going to win. That's Running Smoke. And uh, you can listen to the podcast available, danpatrick.com. Wherever you get your podcast, be sure to follow and like and review. Very proud of it. Running Smoke. By the way, uh, one of my college football sources, after hearing what I said about Drake May... To David Pollack, you're dead on regarding Drake May. It would be hard for him to leave North Carolina because of his family ties there. His brother played basketball there, but he was committed to Alabama before flipping to North Carolina. Some of the biggest players in name, image, and likeness are looking for quarterbacks. And then my source says, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, I love my family too, but like, yeah. <laughs> I love my family history and whatever college I went to, but this is a whole new world where a yes. guy could become a free agent. He's lucky that he's the considered the maybe the best quarterback in football, but not eligible for the draft. Let's say somehow he either goes downhill or the, you know, Sam Howell is considered a top three draft choice at one point. You could find rankings from North Carolina and it went south. I'm sure if Sam Howell had the chance to take $5 million to go to another school, he wishes he would have done it. But you look at what Caleb Williams did. I, I could see a situation where a quarterback is going to get money to go to school, and then he'll decide if he wants to stay that next year, maybe stays one more year, and then all of a sudden you go, you know what, I'm going to put my uh, services out there, highest bidder. And, and you're going to make more than you'd make your uh, first year in the NFL. Yeah, Paul. And Drake May doesn't have to leave to do this, as you're saying. He could say, like, okay, I'm opening it up. I'm also opening up to North Carolina. What will it mean for you to keep me? And they have big boosters as well, and we don't think that they do. But you, you say, okay, cool, give me $8 million to stay. Just but, imagine if you put it out there and you just said, Ohio State, hey, you lost C.J. Stroud, you're not going to lose anything because I'll be your quarterback coming in. Uh, Alabama, Bryce Young, I don't know. It, it may sound crazy, but you start to think about it. Think about it from the family's perspective or maybe the player's perspective. We look at it and go, oh, he should be grateful. He gets to go to North Carolina. Great school. Yes, it's a business. Lane Kiffin could be leaving to go to Auburn. It's a business. Final hour on the way.
One more item as we close out our two Simply Safe Home Security. I've been telling you about them for over a decade. And if you don't believe me, which you should, about best home security system of 2022 and 2021 and 2020. This according to U.S. News and World Report. You get 24-7 professional monitoring. All right. What else do you get? Well, you don't have pushy salespeople, no contracts, no hidden fees, none of that. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs just under a dollar a day. That's less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Top rated Simply Safe app. You can stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. You can arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access cameras, adjust system settings. They've thought of everything there. Don't miss out on your chance for a massive savings. My favorite security system. Get 50% off any new system at simplysafedan.com. Simplysafedan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell, to saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, platinum status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.